0: I'm Will Hedrick, and this is Dog Years and Timestamps, a book club podcast, where today we're talking about Dune, the movie that just came out as directed by Denis Villeneuve. I think is how you pronounce it. It's a yeah, um, good effort. He's a, a French-Canadian director. It's a, a two-and-a-half-hour movie um, that's about as much as the book was ever about. And with me, I have Kenneth Garman, the composer and performer of the show's theme, Ooh, yeah. Sometimes Guest. I like and current reason that my losing streak in fantasy football has been extended to yes, two this week.
1: You're welcome.
0: Thanks for coming on the show. <laughs> of
1: course. Thanks for having me.
0: Uh, we went and saw Dune yesterday, right? <clears throat> Today's yeah. Monday.
1: We went to Alamo Drafthouse and mm-hmm. they forgot my pizza.
0: They forgot your pizza? I don't
1: know if you did not notice. I'd... I forgot my pizza and my water.
0: Okay. I thought that I noticed the water, but I didn't notice the pizza being missed. Yeah. I felt like it took a long time for y'all to get anything. Yeah. Like but...
1: Everyone on the row had eaten. And I was like, okay, I guess I better like write on a car. Like, hey, you forgot my pizza and my water. Mm-hmm. And they finally brought up my pizza. And I never got my water, though. It's like, man.
0: How dare they? I know. That one does kind of suck. Yeah. If it wasn't <laughs> so close, then, you know, and I still had a car, I would prefer to go to Slaughter Lane every time. Yeah. They were always the best. Yeah. I never had any issues there. But whatever, what can you say? Alamo draft house, everybody. <laughs> the what did you think about it? Because you don't have any exposure to it. Yeah, them. I
1: was gonna say like I didn't have any expectations for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'd seen the sci like the sci-fi series I think with my dad when I was young, and all I like I didn't remember anything That's except like two thousand three and... or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't have any expectations, but I thought it was I thought it was great. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, I. I think, like the cinematography was like amazing. I thought, yeah, like, some of the best I'd ever seen. And I think I, I didn't realize this until after the movie, but the the director had done like Blade Runner twenty four. Uh, what was it? Uh, the newer one? 2049. 2049. Yeah. And then what was the other movie that uh, Arrival? I don't know, did you ever see Arrival?
0: I never did. I always wanted to, it just a never great took movie. the time to because that's also like a two and a half two forty five, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's long. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, and so people were talking about how he is like a master of scale and he yeah. shows like these giant things and like, but he shows you things that you understand how big they are in relation to them. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you that full emphasis of how big it actually is. Right, You and can I, really see it. Yeah. And then, as
0: opposed to just whatever CGI garbage representation. Yeah. like, okay, yeah, spaceship in space. Great. I get it. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I thought that was great. The story, like I was, I thought it was good. I didn't really feel like it led to anywhere at the end. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure there like it's part one, so it sounds like there's a lot to go. But it was I thought it was very good world building. Um it wasn't like super um expositionary, if that's a word. Um
0: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> expository. That's what I was thinking as okay. well, but may Yeah.
1: Yeah. I thought I thought the world bu- building was like pretty subtle but pretty well done. Mm-hmm um yeah i don't know what What did you think
0: i agree with pretty much all of that it was visually very pleasing yeah it was great and if you can be inebriated <laughs> in any manner of your choosing while you're watching it that may be beneficial mm-hmm. uh because it was very very pleasing to look at yeah i thought that the aesthetic of the movie was also really good as well mm. it wasn't star wars future yeah like where everything's shiny and chrome mm-hmm. you know but it it just kind of seemed like they were wearing they were obviously wearing like high-tech armor and stuff mm-hmm. like that, not just even talking about the still suits that they get from the Fremen, but just like the stuff that the the Atreides soldiers are wearing like plate mail, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it very obviously has technology in it. Mm-hmm. So it sort of looks like a future that would exist and this was just the way that these people dressed. Yeah. And this was the way that those people dressed. But mm-hmm. they all still evidently were wearing stuff that was of the future. Yeah. Um so it was believable for that reason I thought and uh it was interesting seeing some of the choices they made for what mattered to bring over like the shields, like mm-hmm. the, the personal shields or whatever. While it's a really cool technology it really provides nothing to the story. Okay. And they have to go through the ritual of telling you how to get past the shields which is to attack slowly <laughs> okay so yeah i didn't
1: understand that from the movie at all
0: it was i thought that was really oddly done okay uh i think that it would have been better for the shields to just not have been implemented mm-hmm. in the or like the personal shields be implemented mm-hmm. in the movie it, it serves to foil a couple of plot points i guess in the book but they are also shallow plot points so who gives a shit okay um but you yeah the, the movie sort of goes to the trouble of Paul turns on his shield mm-hmm. and then, like, ba- tests it, bouncing yeah. his blade off of it. But then he like moves slowly, and it's red in reaction, as opposed to blue in reaction. Okay. And then, while they're fighting, uh, th- it's not Duncan. Um, it's Josh Gurney. Is, yeah. yeah, Gurney Halleck is his mm-hmm. character's name. Gets the better of him and makes a comments like the slow blade pierces the shield or whatever, oh, okay. you know, and. <sighs> And then it just doesn't even matter, even in the movie, because in that like fight scene that Duncan Idaho has in the hallway where he sacrifices himself, he's not moving slow at any moment in time in that. But he's murdering these people.
1: Yeah, that's true. So
0: they yeah, immediately doesn't... abandon mm-hmm. the reason that they had to have that explanation in there. Mm-hmm. But then they still stuck to the visual cue of it being red when he made a killing blow. Yeah, but it wasn't any slower. It's just stupid. It's just stupid, <laughs> like so many other implementations of the book. <laughs> I guess I, I
1: just I took it as like it was like force over time. Like you just had to like keep going. And it just took a long time to get mm-hmm. through it. Um, and then at the at the end, whenever Duncan was killing people like that, I was like, oh, maybe he's just like so much force. Like he just goes through. it. But oh, okay. That doesn't really make any sense either. <laughs> like I, I don't know. yeah, I
0: guess it's like re- repulsive. Would probably, I guess is whatever the technology would be in this future world mm-hmm. where it's, you know, meeting with exact force or whatever. Yeah. But whatever, that doesn't matter. The, and I think that there was one other kind of weird over-explanation in the movie about some mm-hmm. other thing. But I can't remember what it was. That one just stood out to me because yeah. it continued to be evidently thrown away <laughs> as a concept.
1: Yeah, that is kind of frustrating now that you mentioned that. I, th- I thought, like, I liked the shields. I thought that was a cool way to make it, like... Hand to hand combat um, mm-hmm. more relevant, you know yeah, but uh but yeah that's that's kind of annoying that they just they make the rule and they continuously yeah. break it Because
0: the they the talk game. about it during in the book because mm-hmm. they you have the time to right, yeah, when you're you know reading as opposed to you know vocalizing in a film, uh, so they talk about it, and it does seem to affect a couple of you know moments in combat mm-hmm. but I mean ultimately it doesn't matter that much, even for the book Yeah. Uh, there's a moment in the movie that was a weird implementation of something that happens in the book, where Paul fights and kills Jameis, the Freeman who challenges him okay, and his yeah. mother. Right, mm-hmm. like it's like the last thing that happens in the film. The where in in the combat, Stilgar, the leader of the, mm-hmm. that Freeman group, is asking Jessica, "Is he toying with him?" Yeah, Jessica says, "No, it's just that Paul's never killed a man." But what it is in the book is that he's used to shield fighting. So oh. whenever he's like making strikes, he's moving he's slower than you would without a shield. <laughs> and so he barely misses Jameis yeah. a few times and everybody's like, Oh, he's toying with him. And it's like a subplot point, like, oh they're rude, oh, they don't understand okay, our ways, okay. kind of thing. So that okay, <laughs> I, I might have also
1: misunderstood misunderstood that part because I thought he was like seeing the future and then he knew like where the guy was gonna move, and that's how he was like fighting him so well. Is that not the case?
0: Uh no, okay, because he doesn't see like he he doesn't see the future at least the way that it's depicted in the book. Mm -hmm. He doesn't see the future in a in a in such a minuscule way like that. Really, um, he has. There's another concept that they don't explain in the film at all, and that's the concept of a mentat, which is basically a human computer, and that's what Thufir Hawat is, the Atreides guy. Mm -hmm. And I I couldn't place the actor that was playing the guy on the Harkonnen side. Um, he was bald um i i knew was his he face the, the nephew or the no you um the one that they would blink and their eyes would go white and oh, they would like yeah. make like all these computations and estimates yeah, right yeah, then yeah. they're like humans that have been turned into computers effectively oh, okay. using spice okay they don't explain that at all mm-hmm. but paul has been getting mentat training his whole life because he was you know found to be you know uh gifted yeah he would be gifted towards that path or whatever mm-hmm, yeah so he's already kind of superhuman mm-hmm. to some you know in his training and uh, and then he has the reaction to the spice or whatever so mm-hmm. you know he he just like <clears throat> they didn't explain that at all so there's okay. not it, watching the movie there's not really any reason to understand why mm-hmm. he would have such a reaction to the spice and then suddenly be able to see the future right um and i guess maybe they want to save that reveal for the second movie. Or try to explain that further in the second movie. Okay. But they've already talked to us about how he's been trained by his mom, who's the Bene Gesserit, who's the, like, you know, the Illuminati or whatever. Right. So they're already halfway there to explaining it. I don't understand it. <laughs> okay. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. To not have explained some of that stuff, but yeah. to worry about the shields.
1: Did you think, like, the factions and the, and the I don't know if they're considered races, um, were, were they, like, well-represented? um like the books were?
0: yeah i suppose so the the harkonnens the bad guys okay uh are all bald in the movie and i think it's just because they didn't want to deal with giving people a bunch of red hair because the harkonnens are all like redheads oh uh, okay that's more yeah. like classic idea of villain is somebody who's got like long flowing red <laughs> hair true, you know
1: yeah. yeah when did the book come out like in the 65 60s? okay 65 yeah, yeah i thought they looked pretty cool yeah um, that dude that just like floated everywhere that was pretty creepy
0: oh yeah the, the he's the baron the, the baron the the patriarch of the family at that okay. point um but, <clears throat> yeah he's described as being like ridiculously fat and yeah. <laughs> would and can't move on his own without his suspensors
1: uh, it's okay so what was their name again the, the harkonnens harkonnens so is there harkonnens then there's the fremen
0: hmm Right. Or the, um, the indigenous people in Ericus. Yeah. And then the Atreides, Atreides. are, you know, our, our, our protagonist family.
1: All right, okay. And then what was the uh, the Illuminati one you were saying again? The Bene Gesserits. Bene Gesserits, okay.
0: They're like a church. Gotcha. Like, but part they're also like th- psychic warriors. <laughs> it's really confusing.
1: Part of me, like, wish I, I would, I would kind of want this to be like a show, you know? Like, there's a lot of lore there that they they kind of just like went by really quick. Yeah. Know, I know I was saying earlier, like I kinda of like that they did it. I think for a movie you kinda of have to. Yeah. Um for a show I feel like they they could have taken the time and, and really brought out the the lore of it all mm-hmm. and all, all the houses and everything. I don't know. I thought that would have
0: been cool. Yeah. I don't know how they I I, I feel like they cut too early in the mm-hmm. story for the first for this film. Yeah. I think that they could have like I was mentioning before, we were recording. They could have gone to the time skip, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know, the 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 second book ends, and then the third book begins with like a two years later or yeah. something. You know?
1: Oh, yeah. wait, is it two different books?
0: No, they're like sub books. So okay, you know? okay. Like the the first like twenty five chapters are Dune. Gotcha. And and then you know they're titled other things or whatever. Uh, books of a novel i guess yeah might be how you could refer to it (laughs) but the the pacing of the book is really bad Mm -hmm. and i'm now afraid that that's what's going to happen to these films yeah is that the second one is going to have all the content of the second and third books Mm -hmm. of dune and that's going to you know there's so much that happens, but then at the same time, so little that happens in the upcoming section, <laughs> yeah. because kind of a lot of it doesn't matter at all <laughs> to the story.
1: Well, maybe they can rework it and kind of like, I make would it really hope so. That I was
0: hoping, cool. you know, I really had a lot of optimism for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I thought that it looked really cool uh, and I didn't care for the book at all. <laughs> and I thought, well, maybe this movie will show me something different and I can come at it from another angle.
1: That that's honestly really surprising to me that you didn't like the book. I, I don't I just know of the book and mm-hmm. I know like a lot of people like it. Um, yeah,
0: that was my exact same experience, yeah. you know. Just the the stuff that everybody knows. It's yeah. just a cultural phenomenon. Right. It's out right. there. Tons of people love it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why people love it. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I think that it's amateurish at best. Wow. Okay. <laughs> surprising. Um so it blows my mind that it's as popular as it is mm. and that it, it you know, I could see because the world that is there is really interesting to think about. Mm-hmm. There is stuff happening that is very intriguing and there were things that I was really looking forward to seeing play out that just never played out. Yeah. So I can see why people would latch on to it and think, oh, this is there's something here that's really cool to think about. And I guess with you know, the the comparative lack of breadth of entertainment back then in nineteen sixty five would yeah. make something that you picked up you know more important to you no matter what in the same way that we just played bad games on the super nintendo because that's what we had that year (laughs) yeah that's
1: true uh i feel like that was also like i'm trying to think what else came out around them specifically but i feel like that was a a really big time for mm sci-fi and especially this kind of like hard sci-fi stuff yeah um so I, i could see it kind of like falling into like wait when did like the foundation series come out
0: I've got no idea. Oh, okay.
1: Didn't y'all did y'all do that book?
0: No. Okay. I'm not familiar with it. I don't okay. think.
1: Um I I, it's, I think it's like that's after like uh iRobot. It's kinda it's okay. by that. Um, mm-hmm. what's his name, Isaac Asimov.
0: That sounds familiar. Yeah. I don't remember that, yet. yeah.
1: Yeah, that, that's just surprising. I I thought she would have loved the book. It seems like like sci fi. I like was lore, expecting like to, to reality, be into it. <laughs> I Maybe mean, it's just one of those old things that just didn't age well and it was overhyped, I'm sure, yeah,
0: it's, yeah, it just it spends a lot of time explaining a lot of things that don't matter at all, mm-hmm. it, and not in that they aren't interesting or anything. It's just that they can, they just don't have any consequence to the story in what in any way, yeah, it's really weird. I don't really know how else to describe it. That's yeah. just what it does over and over again, <laughs> and each time I think why <laughs> that was weird, yeah uh, what would you think of the music? I thought it was great. I thought the score was great. I, I really liked like a lot of
1: it. I loved, and then like the like the women screaming.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: it, it seems like it comes out of nowhere. That kind of I don't know what style you would call that, but it, it's it, very
0: impactful. Yeah, I think it's, you know what they were maybe going for, you know, because yeah. it does, like you say, come out of nowhere uh, quite frequently. Like, silence like, and then like that's the first yeah. note of the piece, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, And it's an immediate note, you know, it doesn't build up or anything. It's someone wailing.
1: I don't think... You probably never saw, like, Wonder Woman or um, the Justice League.
0: I saw the first Wonder Woman. I did not see Justice League. Okay.
1: I think Hans Zimmer did the music for that as well. Mm -hmm. And he used a lot of that for, like, Wonder Woman's theme Mm -hmm. as well. And I don't don't know, like, maybe I've just heard it too many times in the last couple of years. Yeah. I'm just kind of, like, annoyed at it, but...
0: It's come up... It has come up a lot because it's... That's the the well you know it's not probably the exact same style but it's it's sort of like um how would you describe it it's very tribal yeah in a yeah, way yeah. um you know it's very like kind of ancient mm-hmm. uh but that's the 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 aesthetic for all the music and the witcher series just oh, as a whole yeah, yeah uh the games and the series the the tv series mm-hmm. um and that weird animated film yeah, and it it
1: fits Dune. It does. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just like came out of nowhere too many times where right? I just started laughing <laughs> at it. Um, but the other music, I really like like the drums. Whatever that, I don't know. I don't know what you even call it. But uh, there's that one drum thing that just ah, sounds so cool. I don't, like Hans, <laughs> I, I don't know how to describe it. Like Hans Zimmer, just like he like invents these wave. Like I don't know. Just, I don't know. I don't even <laughs> it. it was cool. I liked it.
0: Yeah, it's very impressive. Yeah. Feel um, like pretty much everything about the movie was good. Yeah, I think at a bare minimum it was good.
1: Actors were great. I don't think I've ever seen the main actor before. Paul
0: is Timothy something. One yeah. of my uh, former coworkers that I'm still in contact with is in love with him. Oh yeah, Timothy Chalamet.
1: I should know that name. I, like I I know that name. I should know who he is.
0: Yeah, Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson. I guess was Lady Jessica. I'm not oh, okay, entirely familiar with uh zendaya obviously oscar isaac jason momoa mm-hmm. one of the scar guard scar st- uh Stephen he mckinley henderson josh brolin javier bardem yeah, dave bautista good. good cast i'm yeah, excited a lot I, of people
1: I, I heard that they might not do the second one if this movie doesn't do that good in the box office yeah I, I would be really sad if they didn't i thought this was really good
0: yeah i hope that people see it uh i mean our theater was full yeah yeah so hopefully that's telling um because i think that it will i mean i hope that it will stand better with the second one you know yeah like i i hope that the two of them will be a better product than they are individually but i don't know it's just, <laughs> the the pacing seems to unless they totally go a different route mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I mean, what if they do three movies? I know you're saying you're under the impression they're doing two, but... I can't imagine that they're going to do three.
0: Yeah. It just seems insane to me. Because, <laughs> So, I don't think that this book was ever meant to be even a single book. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. And then once it became a book, it really doesn't feel like it was intended to become a series, even at that point. And it did. Mm-hmm. And so I can't imagine how you could, because you'd have to take everything that is in the book, whether it matters or not, Mm -hmm. and use it to flesh out another two and a half hour movie times two. (laughs) And so it would be really, I think that it would be worse if they did that because then they'd be doing the exact same as the book did was Mm -hmm. just spend way too much time on things that don't matter. Yeah they'd have to sort of take it a completely different route to make a lot of those things matter, mm. which would be, which if they did, that would be dope. But I don't think that they would ever <clears throat> do that. Yeah. Because they have to not only win over new people, but they have to win over Dune people to get enough money to, I think that Dune is popular enough that it commands enough of a built in audience to that. It's, you know, right. Worth making sure you have them back for the third one. If you are doing three, you know, yeah.
1: This one did seem a little long, too, like I felt they could have cut out some of it,
0: yeah, they probably could have uh, been forty five minutes shorter mm-hmm. and and if that was the case, I would then be fine with where they cut it story wise I guess, yeah, but for two and a half hours, man, <laughs> yeah and you
1: expect the next movie to be that same length too It'd be kind of I don't least, know why right, it'd be kind of weird yeah. if they you know did a shorter movie after this or something.
0: Yeah. Well, it's always been the, well, not maybe not always, but it's very frequently what it happens. Right. mm -hmm. They almost always have to have more space to finish telling what it is that, you know, had to be told, whatever it might be.
1: It at least seems maybe like I'm, I'm kind of hopeful, but it, and what I've seen is it's like the studio hasn't really intervened that much. They kind of Mm -hmm. let uh, the director do his own vision. Just, I guess, based on, comparing to his other works, you know, mm-hmm. like seems very similar. It doesn't seem like he's trying to make it funny or like relatable to everyone. Like he's just right, trying to do yeah. his own thing. Uh, at least I hope that's the case. And that's mm-hmm. what I got from it. So I don't know. Hopefully I just let him do his own thing for the next one too. And hopefully they keep the director around. Like hopefully they don't switch him out They almost have to, right? But yeah. That'd be for
0: something bizarre. Maybe not it. even just something like this, but, but this specifically in the way that he does movies, you know, he's very unique yeah and it would be odd certainly if it is only two movies for in a two-part you know a, 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 a du- duology or whatever they call it <laughs> mm-hmm. to switch directors that has you know from somebody that has such an impact visually and aesthetically on a film yeah i can't imagine that they would do that i mean i've seen stupider stuff happen but <laughs> and then certainly after the debacle with uh seven eight and nine that's what yeah you know, that's kind like, of what I was thinking, <laughs>
1: like God, why do they keep switching directors on that like definitely didn't have a plan at all yeah uh for story i think everybody
0: saw that and regardless of box office success or not thought mm-hmm. we can't do that yeah. <laughs> yeah. i agree with that i think that what do you think Frost of the sandworms had- the sandworms was cool yeah i like the way that it looked. i thought that that was impressive the weird moment where it like talked to paul <laughs> or whatever <laughs> it was that moment that they had where it was like looking at him <laughs> Even though, I mean, they can't see, obviously, but it was like looking yeah. at him and not doing anything before it got called away. That was odd to yeah. me. I don't know. Really I was like, I was, was
1: expecting him to do the, like, use the voice on mm-hmm. it, you know, and be like, go away or something. Right. And, you know, listen, I don't know if you could do that to a sandworm, but that'd be kind of cool.
0: Yeah.
1: And maybe he ends up doing it at some point. I don't know. I don't know the rest of the story.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's. There's more to learn about, obviously, the sandworms and the Freeman people. Like, the, yeah. you know, they're obviously two pivotal points of the place. Yeah. Um. So there's obviously more to learn. Uh. There's there's a, I think, I might see what they were trying to do with that weird moment, but saying anything about it gives away, you know, things that are fairly pivotal. Okay. So for them to just have that towards <laughs> the end of a film. That we don't know if there's going to be a second one. That's like such a subtle hint, if it even is what I'm thinking it might be. Uh It just kind of seems stupid. Like, (laughs) it's just a weird thing to put in there. I guess I can appreciate it. Well, I mean, it it almost certainly will, but it's just like such a subtle hint that I don't even know if I can't imagine that any, I mean, there's going to be somebody, right, that's like, you know, first to post on the internet, oh, if you, as somebody that didn't know anything about it, you'll now notice that, you know. <laughs> um, there's so, obviously a few people that will have also drawn the same conclusion, but I feel like the extreme majority of people would not be able to pull from that, whatever I think it was. Yeah. I don't know. It was a, a good movie, like we've already said several times, but it was also weird to me. Oh, yeah? It was Why is that? weird. For just all the things that I've talked about already. Like, the the pacing is... Going to be strange if it's only two Honestly films. Like
1: part of it, like, I feel like that's why I liked it a little bit. It felt yeah. it didn't feel like a modern movie, mm-hmm. um, where it had like the set structure or anything. Like it felt like an old eighties movie a little bit, mm. just with amazing graphics and great actors and everything. Yeah, I don't know. I th- I loved it. I, th- I thought it was really cool. I kind of want to read the book now and see like why you hated. It. <laughs> it's, it's so interesting.
0: What do you think about? The Sard... The Saudakar.
1: Saudakar What's the, that?
0: The, like, super elite soldiers that work for the Emperor, like, specifically. No, the, They're, like, the badass dudes that okay. are speaking a different language.
1: But there's the ones that, like, Duncan just annihilated at the end? Yeah. And then eventually got killed by mm-hmm, them. But, yeah. yeah. Um, they were pretty cool. I guess I didn't realize they were, like, elite one, elite soldiers or anything. I thought they were just regular soldiers.
0: The did I... They didn't really explain a l- whole lot of it, I guess. Because... So we, whenever we first see them, is uh, we go to the planet that they come from, which is I can't remember what it's called, Sol Secundus or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's in the book, it's a prison planet. Okay. And there's a rumor amongst some of the higher up, you know, people in the great houses that possibly that's where the Sartakal come from, mm-hmm. is that they're just the people that survive the prison planet oh. because the death rate on the prison planet is like is something stupid you yeah. know like you know whatever like dystopian dumb percentage you want to give it mm-hmm. and but in the movie it just calls it imperial army planet <laughs> which <laughs> was odd because uh, it it's sort of just it it throws away one of the more elegant comparisons that the book draws between one side and the other Okay. By ma- by changing the nature of the planet, mm-hmm. it really, you know, one of the more elegant things that did exist in the book is now not going to be in the movie in gotcha. any way. <laughs> so it just felt like that was, you know if I was directing the movie and I felt the way about the book that I feel about the book, mm-hmm. I wouldn't give away one of the best things, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like take all the best things and put them in the movie so that you have something right. So but,
1: in the movie, they showed him go and like recruit these guys, which I was another weird it.
0: thing that happened in the movie. Cause yeah. it's, I can't remember his name, but the Harkonnen and Mentat that's mm-hmm. there. And I guess he's supposed to be our end to the planet as the audience. Like, okay, you mm-hmm. know, we're here with somebody we've already seen. Right. He, and he's talking to the general or whatever mm-hmm. of the Sardaukar that live on the Imperial Army planet, and, the, and he asks him he's like, "Why do you need this many of my men or whatever?" And he has to like explain it or whatever, and it's all just expository. Mm-hmm. But but they just work for the Emperor, and the Emperor is in on the scheme, and yeah. the Emperor already provided the order for the Sardaukar to be there. Uh-huh. So it doesn't make sense for the MENTAT to to go there and have to be like, oh, this and that. Like, the order already came through. Yeah. (laughs) And so that was weird. Uh Just something to make them seem, like, intimidating or something. Yeah, I guess so. Just to show us them. Yeah. Um, And I don't know. There's just, like, a weird narrative way to do that. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, they're supposed to be, like, the most badass people or whatever. That must have been
1: when I was asking for my pizza. No. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, they were they were pretty cool. I I really liked how the they showed the fremen how they fought uh, fought. You yeah, know, like they would just like hide under the sand and they, and they would like see them coming through the sand. And the, the yeah, earths, I guess one with their world. So that was <laughs> that was pretty cool to see.
0: Yeah, the fremen are really cool. The fremen are one of the only things that I like about the book. Mm-hmm. Um, just them as an idea, really more than anything. Yeah. I, I wish that there was more to do with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that that's one direction the movie could try to go, yeah. that I think would make it better. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I liked all the mannerisms they gave him to, like spitting on the floor is actually like a sign of respect, <laughs> right? It's like yeah, spin my water to to say hi to you, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, it's, exa- yeah, it's <laughs> like more that, that's, or less exactly that's, yeah, what it is. That's pretty smart. That's a good way of twisting that insulting thing in every other culture. Right. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that was cool.
1: So we never saw the emperor, right?
0: No, we have not yet. Okay. We only saw that herald that brought the contract or whatever right, at the beginning to Caladan, And then his uh, personal truth-sayer, who used to be a teacher at the Bene Gesserit school and who taught Jessica. Okay. It was the only like imperial regime people that we've seen and then I guess the Sardaukar, but you know, they're just military.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we got some surprises in store for the emperor for the next movie.
0: That'd be cool. Yeah. We'll almost certainly have to see the emperor. Yeah. Um, the, I don't, there's so many things that do and don't matter that I'm not entirely sure what they're going to use for the next movie. Mm -hmm. Um, like there's a lot to do with the Bene Gesserits, obviously, and they have leaned into that with this movie. I don't, and and they sort of talked about the religion that's there on Erycus, but it's so it's a planted religion by the Bene Gesserits, obviously, uh, uh, and uh, so like it's not really religion, but then it's kind of real at the same time, which is one of the confusing things about the book is that mm-hmm. I don't know what's magic and what's not. Oh, gotcha. And I don't know what's science and what's not. Yeah. And it just kind of seems to go back and forth on that. Yeah. So I don't, but they are focusing on it. So I think they're going to try and make that the more important angle of the story. Mm-hmm.
1: When, uh, when that lady died, when she was like summoning the the sandworm, she was about to ride it. Remember she got like mm-hmm. stabbed through the back. Uh she said like she she only worships one god. What did she say? Was it like basically the sandworm is what she worships? Is that what she's saying or like Um
0: I can't remember uh yes. Okay. Um but I can't remember what exactly cuz it
1: like the phrase that she used.
0: Yeah. And uh, it and, and if, if they're using that as, repre- as, like, a direct representation of what it is in the book, then oh, okay. I can't remember exactly what that is. Okay. Uh, because it was kind of confusing. Yeah. Um, it was, like, that's mm-hmm. their, like, name for the worm, but it's also, like, I don't know. There's things that have yet to be revealed. Okay, <laughs> okay fair
1: enough, fair enough. I, I, I couldn't tell if she was saying, like, I worship the worm, and just because, like, the worm was about to kill all of them, you know? Mm-hmm. Or if she's actually saying, like, I worship the worm. <laughs> all right. It's like, yeah.
0: Uh, it's something about, I mean, I guess it could be construed as, like, the planet as a whole, you know. Um, it's all one. Okay. You know, something like that, I think, could maybe be an interpretation. Mm-hmm. They both explain it and don't explain it yeah. <laughs> in the book. Uh, they both do and don't do a lot of things in the book. It's 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 a weird book. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: I must have missed this, did, because they had to have shown what happened to him. What, what happened to Josh Brolin's character? Mm. Did he die whenever they're... Destroying, like, the, like, all of the trades? Oh, trade we see didn't him, like?
0: see. Yeah, he just was leading the charge yeah. against some part of the force, and then we don't see him again. Right? Okay. So he must I'm be I'm pretty positive Okay. that we just, just don't see him again. Okay. So, yeah, the good, cause that, that odds are bad. that we'll see him again. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I did like him mm-hmm. as the character that he plays as well. Yeah. I thought that it was pretty good. Uh, he plays the character that was played by, what's his name? Damn it. I need to say his name <laughs> and not his character's name. This is Jean Luc Picard. Oh, uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Patrick Stewart plays the same part in the 1984 oh, okay. film or 1987 Dang. film, the Gurney Halleck character.
1: It's a good part for Patrick Stewart, I guess.
0: There's something it's like the
1: that they. Star a guy. It's kind of weird, actually.
0: Yeah, he's. They, there's something that they kind of alluded to in the movie, but didn't do a great job of doing it. But he's kind of like, they, they constantly describe him as a warrior poet in the book. Oh, And he constantly has quotes from like song and oh, okay. books That's and things like that. That's much more Patrick Stewart. And, yeah. and he like plays music uh-huh. and sings all the time and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, in this one, he's just angry man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who's that actor that plays the Atreides Mentat? do Fear? What the trade meant the the one that is the computer oh i don't i don't know
1: his i don't know his name i don't think i don't know if I've, i must have seen him in something else but i thought that was cool how they did his his eyes like when you when he first asked like if i don't remember what he asked but like he's like what are the odds of something or like how much i don't know what he asked but some calculation thing mm-hmm. and his eyes just it almost looked like he was like rolling his eyes at first it was just like and it just went like a little further it's like oh that was really like Nice subtle effects were just like
0: Swoosh. yeah,, oh, that's cool, yeah, I like that too they really didn't they they kind of do an expository blurb about what spice does and why it's important to the Empire in the movie, mm-hmm. and it's uh they really. Only say the one function that they have for it is to use it for the the guild's navigators. Yeah, but they don't really talk about who the guild is, so we don't really know why that even matters at all. Okay. But the navig but or as far as the movie kind of mm-hmm. explains, because the nav giving the navigators spice lets them see the future a little bit, and so they can oh. make like navigating decisions to so avoid explore like planets and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh,
1: that's cool. I actually, I remember that now from the old movie or series or whatever mm-hmm. I watched that's actually really cool
0: yeah like it is a really neat idea yeah and they they literally say that i th- well they might not talk about the same the future thing necessarily in the movie but mm-hmm. they say that it's for the navigators yeah and that's why it's so expensive or you know and so valued but they don't it's like it's also used for like a million other things <laughs> oh, okay um it's just like a drug that uh-huh. you can just buy <laughs> <laughs> uh and obviously and and it has a lot to do with something that they, with all of Paul's future seeing mm. stuff, right? Yeah. So, he, I don't want to say too much. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: the impression I got from, because I, I totally forgot that that's what it was for, um, for like actual like navigation to see the future and stuff. Because um, my my impression from the movie was just that it was used as like fuel almost. Mm. Sort of like intergal- intergalactic travel, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's so much cooler. I love that. Yeah. There's so many good ideas, I think. Yeah. So There's a lot to details. love about it. Yeah. There's
0: a lot about this universe that is really, really cool. Yeah. It's just all the implementation around it that I've seen so far mm-hmm. has been either bad or weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what can you do? Uh, I, I am looking forward to whatever the next one's going to be. Yeah. So at the very That's least, it. it'll be cool to look at you know <laughs> what's sad
1: is that like if they're waiting to see how this does before they start the next movie it's not going to come out for like three or four years yeah at the very least yeah absolutely yeah. So they That's didn't film back to back yeah
0: so they don't have it even in you know the the point of starting post-production you know yeah the, that part's going to be really lame yeah i've been thinking lately what happened to avatar <laughs>
1: the james cameron yeah (laughs) yeah because they said they had like four movies on like in production all at the same time right Right.
0: and And they they said that now like 10 years ago or something like that how long ago was that shit i don't know i'm not there's no way that it's going to matter or be good or anything it's
1: it's good like i feel like james cameron like he keeps pulling it out like everyone was saying like avatar was going to be a bust and it was going to be good and then it was like, I, say, it's it's I, very I, very I will good. say it wasn't good. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was fine. Like it was serviceable, but like somehow it just made like a shit ton of money. Yeah. Like, like the, I think it it's was still, excessively successful. I think it's still <laughs> the most highest grossing. Movie. I think it got beat out by something. Finally, it might've got beat out by Avengers. Uh, NBA, yeah. and Infinity War. Yeah. One of those.
0: Yeah. But I mean, yeah, he, he knows how to make successful movies. Yeah. That's for sure. But I don't think that he's had a, like a good movie since like Terminator 2. <laughs> <laughs> Too. I mean, like, I mean, you I know, say
1: Titanic. That was probably after Terminator Two, right?
0: I mean, I guess Titanic is Titanic must have been after Terminator Two.
1: I think, yeah, I think it was.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess Titanic was a good movie. It's a little long in the tooth.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'd really want to watch it again. I wouldn't. <laughs> <It sounds laughs> I've got like next to no time. reason to. But it was like a cultural phenomenon, you know, when it came out. Like, yeah, like everyone's seen Titanic.
0: I think that it was. It it was better because of that than maybe it was. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to watch it again to really say that. Mm-hmm. It's been a very long time since I've seen it, so I can't be a fair judge. Yeah. Um,
1: Took two VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true.
0: <laughs> it did. That was like a four-hour movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was Return of the King before That's Return of the one. King. I know, right?
1: Only with steamy sex scenes. <laughs>
0: right. The... But I think that <laughs> Dune could very easily do that, The <laughs> <Do I>? Avatar. <laughs> oh, yeah? Just like you be know, 10 years never later, come out, finally, you know?
1: Yeah. I hope I hope that's not the case. That would be awful. Yeah. That would be extremely suppose, sad. no like, like, how old is the main actor? He's not, like, he's an adult. He's not going to yeah, get into it. Yeah, I, can't am, I, I don't him. know
0: how old he is. <laughs> he might, you know, I would guess that he's in his 20s. So, you know, he's not going to do, like, the, the, the Bran Stark thing. Yeah. You know? suddenly have like a different face (laughs) Uh,
1: i hope they come out with it soon sooner rather than later that would be a shame
0: yeah i definitely do as well yeah how long do they wait to to make the call for the box office results you know is it just the first week first two weeks that they say okay you know based on trends
1: it's got to be it's got to be like that first little bit because that's where they make the bulk of their money yeah I don't think, is anything doing good in the box office right now? I heard that, was the, it the, the Last Duel, uh, the Ridley Scott oh yeah, with Damon? I'm mildly interested in that. I heard it, that. it wasn't, it didn't do good at all. Yeah. I heard it was, I heard it was really good, mm. but I heard like, just no one went to go see it.
0: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. That looks like a film that I want to see. And that usually means that people <laughs> don't want to see it. Is <laughs> uh, that like
1: a? I guess it's not one of those where you just like I guess a blockbuster film where you're just like oh I got to go see this in theaters. Yeah. Like, I I would want to watch it, but it is
0: it looks weird though. It yeah. looks like a weirdo fucking film. Okay. Um in the same way that I liked all the boringest parts of Game of Thrones and I <laughs> I, I like all those shit that people don't. Baseball is my favorite sport. <laughs> I That's like crazy. Dumb, I like dumb boring baseball's stuff. your favorite you know? sport? Yeah, it is.
1: It's just cuz the Astros are going to the World Series. No, right? it's not. No, it's
0: been my favorite sport for Probably two and a half years now. I think was when I kind of started thinking that maybe that was what was happening. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, I. But you know, whatever. I like dumb, boring shit. You know, Mm -hmm. things that are conventionally seen Mm -hmm. as dumb and boring, um, or tedious, Mm -hmm. or whatever. You know, and so uh, I get that same kind of feeling from that movie. Yeah, Uh, and and the Green Knight was the same way. Oh, i, saw, I like, need to see that that is a weird movie yeah i think that that is probably a little bit more palatable than maybe the last duel is oh really and i think that it presents itself as being more palatable than the last duel did because the last duel is just like <laughs> you lied and then we're screaming and then <laughs> a duel to the death <laughs> <laughs> and, is and, that it?
1: i don't even think i've seen a trailer for it it doesn't
0: really say anything yeah it, it it's it's them always talking, but nothing is actually being said. <laughs> it's like a post game interview with yeah. athletes and uh, coaching yeah. staff. You know, yeah. there's just like a bunch of things are being said, but nobody is really actually getting anywhere. Right. So I don't really know what it's about, and that itself is not a problem. Yeah. But it looks like you're trying to tell me what it is, <laughs> and I don't understand what you're trying to tell me. Um. So I think that that probably turned people off. Because yeah. people want to just, you know, either. You know, just either say nothing, which is what The Green Knight did. Mm-hmm. It said nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or say half of the movie. <laughs> it's one or the other. That's yeah. what people want. But you're, like, actively fighting them already. You know, you're <laughs> already, are you, you know, antagonistic towards the audience, is what that t- trailer made me feel like. Yeah. <laughs> and because of that oddity, I wanted to see it. feeling from the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That's, Yeah. <laughs> I was
1: like, I just, I think I saw some of it. I was like, ooh, Matt Damon. I'll probably see that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it does have a lot of people that I like in it too. Yeah, and I do like Ridley Scott. Yeah, Um, I think he makes interesting films at the very least. Mm -hmm. I think the Prometheus was really good. Oh, oh, up until the climax, and then things were just a little off the rails. Um,
1: weren't they supposed to make a sequel for that? And then they made like Alien Covenant. <laughs> yeah, which Covenant, is which was like like literally took option. place
0: afterwards, uh-huh. and was. It has nothing like, to do with. Um, it, it wasn't like a direct, like storyline, even though there were story points that were the same okay. <laughs> or something like that. Because I thought I haven't had... seen Covenant, but I have heard everything about it. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen it either. But yeah, I think that was supposed to be like like yeah. some sort of successor to it. Maybe a successor, not a sequel. Yeah, would he, be the He's kind of like.
1: It. Hit or miss sometimes, really, Scott. Yeah. I, I, like, The Martian is still one of my favorite movies. I
0: haven't I've seen, seen that yet. You still. haven't seen The Martian? Yeah, I still just haven't seen it for some Matt reason. Damon. I would like to. I you love just, Matt, you gotta Matt Damon. You've got to see every Matt Damon movie. It's just a long, <laughs> foo- it's a long f- film. It is, it is pretty long. But... I have a hard time watching movies in general. <laughs> 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 and so for something to be that long... You it's, just said
1: you like boring, tedious things.
0: I do. <laughs> but the time commitment is difficult for me. <laughs> Because that's another a movie is a, it's, a, it's it's a whole other anime. thing. Yeah. I got you. I got you. You know, I could do several things in that same <laughs> block of time. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, and I think really what it is is that I can't not have like full attention on something. Mm-hmm. There is no way that I can be conscious and not be thinking like at eight hundred percent. Yeah, and so when I do that for three and a half hours, it's really exhausting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get And that. so I don't really like watching movies. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I wish movies that were short were shorter. Uh, some of my favorite movies are very long. Mm-hmm. They're worth the commitment. Yeah, yeah. But I already know that they're my favorite movies at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is going to be one of my favorite movies. Yeah, um, I will watch it at some point. Why were we talking about release really now? Yeah, hey,
1: like back to doing like I thought it's a great movie. Hope it doesn't take that long for the sequel. I need to learn more like I feel like I missed a lot I was also like a little hungover so like Mm. I feel like I I missed some of the like crucial things yeah crucial details
0: there is I mean again it's hard to know what matters and what doesn't matter uh but there's I don't think that you'll be any worse off for having missed the things that you did miss yeah that the you know the the, the couple things that we've talked about already Mm -hmm. tonight I don't think that you won't it's not like you suddenly won't be able to follow
1: yeah
0: okay Uh, i think that that's a you know kind of an example of like this is here for the book people Mm -hmm. and if you don't read the book you can get it but you know you because you're not looking for it Mm -hmm. you know you're not going to see the signs like oh they're about to explain what this does you know yeah um so it's it's kind of like a harder detail to grasp but not necessary for whatever is going to happen you know gotcha that being said it you know you would appreciate it (laughs) yeah if you but then you'd have to read the book Apparently it's terrible. (laughs) I don't know if it's terrible. It just was weird. It was just weird. It wasn't good, that's for sure. I'm sure that I am in the extreme minority opinion because people love this fucking book (laughs) and love this franchise. That is evident, Mm. but I do not think that I am incorrect. (laughs) Fair enough. It is an old
1: sci-fi book, so I I completely can see where that's coming from.
0: Lord of the Rings is older. Yeah. (laughs) And And way better.
1: Well, it also goes on a long... Like, when, like, details, that don't really matter that much in the grand scope of things, you know? Here and
0: there, it does. But I think that it's easier to see that they don't matter Mm -hmm. sooner Uh, so you don't hold on to it. Yeah, you kind of check out. Yeah. um, And just on the whole, just everything... Like, I, I don't remember if I said this... Early in the recording, or before we were recording, but I think that that the book Dune is amateurish at best. Yeah, yeah. And I right. think that that's for structural reasons. Mm-hmm. I think that it's for like actual writing ability, readings, mm-hmm. uh, reasons, um, a lot of objective things. Mm-hmm. You know, not just that I didn't enjoy it, or yeah. that I thought that it could have been done this way or the other way. Uh, I, I think that there was a lot. Of, there's a lot of objective reasons that that book is not good. Yeah. And there is a lot of objective, objective reasons. That Lord of the Rings is very good. <laughs> uh, I know that nobody wants to believe that I'm being objective about that because everyone knows it's my favorite thing, yeah. and and I don't fault anybody for thinking that. <laughs> but I think that I can be very objective about it, and I think that it is objectively a phenomenal trilogy of books, uh, and counting The Hobbit as well. Yeah. Um. Although The Hobbit is very clearly a children's book, a very good children's book. So.
1: Yeah. Not gonna argue. It's
0: just weird that Dune is still this popular. Like, it (laughs) should have just faded in, like, 1980, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Like, other things that, like, you know, people don't talk about Twilight anymore. (laughs) Like, I talk about Twilight more than (laughs) probably anybody else in this apartment complex. Probably, And that's just because Jordan and I bring it up on the show all the time, (laughs) (laughs) Not because it's culturally relevant in any way whatsoever. Dune is still culturally relevant, Hmm. and that blows my mind. It's so weird to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, is it like? Is I feel like it's just relevant now just because of the movie. And it's just them it's, trying to like capitalize on like an old franchise, you know? Yeah,
0: it's definitely. I mean, now that it's at the forefront mm-hmm. of you know the you know cultural mind, it's definitely because of the movie. Mm-hmm. But I think that you could still, and you know, this isn't a great example to say why it's not like Twilight, but. I, you can bring it up to like anybody and they would be like, Oh yes, Dune. And you mm-hmm. could probably say the same thing for most people for twilight. Mm-hmm. But I think that maybe younger people know about Dune too.
1: Oh really? And wonder if, I wonder if they're reading it in school too.
0: Possibly. I could See, believe yeah. that depending on your, like your English teacher. you know, yeah. if that, that was, you know, one that they found pivotal for whatever reasons or, mm-hmm. or if you were in a weird school that has like specialized classes for, and, you know, and that yeah. fell more into their curriculum, I would totally believe that yeah. because it's one, it's it's a seminal, the science fiction novel, mm-hmm. I think that everybody knows about it. I don't think the younger people know about Twilight. I think that like maybe like my brother's generation will be <laughs> the last ones that just know what Twilight is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so when we die, everyone will just forget about it.'ll it. be
0: interesting. probably <laughs> <laughs> there's there's gotta there's stuff that has died that I know. That I know about, Mm -hmm. like y'all didn't know about that Cheetos mattress commercial. (laughs) I had to show y'all that, and (laughs) y'all are my age.
1: Ten second commercial. (laughs) (laughs) I can remember that.
0: I think that people already don't know about what else was it that I was thinking about the other day. I I guess it doesn't matter, but uh, yeah, totally. (laughs) Twilight's gonna die. Trying to
1: brag about your memory, and you can't even remember.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know. What can I say? That's what Dune should have done. <laughs> that's what I was getting at. Um, okay. I'm glad it's coming back. If I, if I mean, only for this movie, I am too. Because yeah. I did like the movie. I yeah. did enjoy it. I am excited for number two. Whatever it's going to be. Yeah. And, and it uh, just
1: feels a little bit like out of cool. the norm a little, you know? Like, yeah. It doesn't feel like it is different. modern blockbuster. Side. I, I think that's great.
0: Yeah. It's different. And different is
1: usually... It's, it's a, it's, and this is different in a good way. Yeah, you know,
0: and certainly like, when like nothing's different anymore. anymore. Yeah. Um. I mean, I know I just talked about how the Green Knight just came out, and that was a very, very, very different film. <laughs> but I don't think anybody went and saw it. Yeah. The nobody else. I know one other person I think that saw it. <laughs> People are seeing Dune. That. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it seems like it. it. I think you. I think you would. At the very least, I think you would appreciate it. Yeah.
1: Should enjoy it. You should watch Arrival. Too. I should. Arrival's really I good. I know that I would like it. I don't it. think it's that long either. Yeah. I can't remember, but it seemed like a relatively short movie.
0: Mm-hmm. I should see it. Yeah. I know I would like that one. That's another one that I felt like would be a weird one that people won't like. <laughs>
1: yeah. It definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of... Like, everyone liked it. I don't think that many people saw it. Yeah. I think, I, I think it's, it's probably one of the best modern sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I've heard I've that, that a couple a of times. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I should definitely see it. Yeah. Cuz I I I think that Interstellar is still. One, Interstellar was great. The best. Yeah. It was definitely the movie of that year. That was <clears throat> incredible. And I, I mean Guardians of the Galaxy mm, came out that. God, year it's too. a different decade already. <laughs> I think that I'd have to go and look to be like 100% positive best. About movie this, of the that's decade. What, <laughs> that's what I was getting at, <laughs> 2010 yeah.
1: 2010 to 2020?
0: Yeah, there's yeah, that'd, definitely that'd be, stuff that I'm not remembering yeah, for sure. But that movie fucking like ruined <laughs> me, dude. <laughs> I couldn't believe that movie whenever I got out I of it. I thought
1: it was really good. I just the one thing I didn't really like was the whole like love is the only thing that transcends space <laughs> and time.
0: <laughs> it was a little cheesy, sure. Yeah. But I think that you know, what that meant to me more than anything was that was the way that they were choosing to perceive that fifth dimension or whatever, you Mm -hmm. know, because it's obviously something that we can't comprehend. Yeah. And so it's, you know, why, why wouldn't it be love? Right. Yeah. Like love is the only thing in the real world that like is kind of magic, you know, (laughs) like in a, you know, cheesy way, like it kind of is in a weird, you know, it makes you do stupid, dumb stuff that wouldn't make any sense in any situation normally. Yeah. You know, good and bad. And, and so, you know, why not that? Um, but I think that it was just because of what was happening in that moment, right? Was, mm-hmm. you know, father and daughter reconnecting yeah, uh, over space and time and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, what else would they perceive it as in that moment but love? Yeah. Because it is truly something that we, whatever this fifth dimension thing is, is something mm-hmm. that we can't understand.
1: It definitely fit. And it was like, like I, I get it. It's it, cheesy. It just, it just in it's the weird. moment, I was just like, this is kind of weird. It kind of yeah. brought me out of the movie. But, Everything else was was amazing, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I need, I need to watch that one again.
0: It's been a while since I've seen it, too. It yeah. would be interesting if my opinion held up. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that I was being pretty objective at that point in my life, but I, I definitely think that I'm w- way better at that now than I was back then, too. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, movie of the decade, dude. <laughs> Will Dune be movie of the decade? <laughs> Ooh, probably not. I would.
1: Like, what else has come out? Green Knight. <laughs> Green Knight. <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't have that much competition. <laughs> Tenet, I never saw Tenet either. Uh, there's, there's not much competition. Maybe we should we should start a list. This would be the time to do it instead of having to remember I mean, like, everything. Right, to, like, yeah, start yeah, off like, like right Eight now. years from now. Yeah. <laughs> Cause almost, I feel like nothing came out last year.
0: Pretty much nothing did. Maybe. Everyone
1: just postponed it, uh, whatever they had. And then like, whatever came out in the beginning of the year, like nothing good comes out in the beginning of the year typically. It's it was always,
0: like Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> and...
1: Is that the f- was that one of the first movies of the decade? That was movie of the
0: decade for like a month. Oh, wow, <laughs> dude. <laughs> nice. Go Sonic. <laughs> yeah, that came out on Valentine's Day.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And I thought about, I might have told the story on the podcast before, but I, I thought about going by myself on Valentine's Day because I thought it would be so tragic. Yeah. <laughs> and that would make me laugh forever. Yeah. Yeah. I would, I would have, I didn't do it because I don't know, something came up and I just really didn't have the energy, but I would have laughed about that for the rest (laughs) of my life. That would have made me so happy to think about how sad that was. (laughs) Then, uh, and then something else equally terrible came out right before it was done, but I can't remember what it was. Was it Venom?
1: I think that sounds, that sounds right. I feel like they came out around the same
0: time. I didn't see either of them, but Venom. Uh, Either either, either either Venom or Sonic. Sonic. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything that year before everything happened. I don't know what the last movie it was that I saw before that. Might have been Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
1: Ooh. And that was 2019, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Could have been movie of the decade. 2020. I don't think it's movie of the decade 2010 to
0: 2020. It would be up there. I don't think that I could say that either, yeah. Interstellar is better than (laughs) Once Upon a (laughs) Time in Hollywood. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is fucking great. It is. Yeah, it's really good. Um, all right. Well, anyways, that's about it. I guess we've talked. We've obviously talked about Dune to the point where we're, we're not talking. We've about We've got to get through anymore.
1: every other movie now. I think that's what we're doing,
0: right? <laughs> we're just going to talk about <laughs> every other movie now. Uh, possibly, uh, there are ideas that I have for what to do with the show moving forward, which is obviously something I've talked about in the past these past several episodes in Jordan's absence. Have really. Obviously shown that uh, we need to try and do something different because time is becoming a concern. Um, So maybe we'll think about doing more movie episodes and not just new ones. One of the things that uh, I've mentioned before that I'm thinking about is having more guests on more frequently so that it would be easier to consistently have episodes come out even if it's just one of us, one Mm -hmm. or the other that's available, you know? That'd be cool. So maybe we do find out what the best movie of the decade is. Ooh, I like that. Of course, that assumes that we continue to do this for a decade, but <laughs> 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 no promises there. This is the last episode for a while. As I've mentioned in the past couple of episodes, we're going on hiatus while we figure out some of those things that I just mentioned and have talked about for the past several episodes. So, I don't know exactly when we're going to come back. My hope that I haven't you know tried to even figure out a plan for or talk to any of the team about yet is to be maybe back with the new year so that's what i think but we'll see what happens don't count on it don't uh quote me uh i already wrote it down i mm-hmm. tweeted it you tweeted it I did. you've never been on twitter <laughs> first tweet <laughs> so uh we'll see y'all when we see y'all I'm Will Hedrick, and this dog is Doggers and Timestamps. Go Stros.